0: Hello and welcome to week 1, day 5 of the Death of a Thousand Cuts 8-week Couch to 80k programme. Is programme a bit clinical? Couch to 80k challenge? That sounds a bit adversarial. Well, in any case, welcome Mighty Warrior to the Couch to 80k Battle Pagoda, floor 1, room 5. It's your old pal Tim Clare here, giving you tips as you fight a ghost bear that can split into three. Uh, So, read, read, read. Uh, That's the most common piece of advice I hear from authors before write, write, write. They go, read, read, read. And it's mostly self-serving, right? They're, They're just going... Consume in large quantities the thing I make my livelihood from. And look, if you want to validate me and pay me, far be it from me to stand Gandalf-esque in your path, forbidding you to take such an action, but be aware that it won't do much on its own. Lots of people are voracious readers and not especially skilled at writing. It won't improve your writing in and of itself. And in fact, let me just play uh, Daryl's Advocar for a second and argue that sometimes it can be a bit destructive to be reading when you're trying to write... (sighs) I know. Isn't that a naughty thing to say? Because a novel only shows you the end product, something that hopefully has been researched and worked on and passed over by an agent and an editor and a proofreader that has undergone false starts and had the clunky dialogue removed and stylistic missteps deleted. And if you're reading that then jumping into a first draft rich with all the beautiful, awkward scruffiness of a new story trying to be born, you may well compare the two and conclude that you're a bit shit. We're so familiar with stories as a finished product, but works in progress. How many unfinished novels have you actually read? First drafts, you know, 30,000 words or so by someone else. I I bet the answer is far, far fewer than finished published books and and even when we're in a writing workshop or reading something someone shared on a forum even then that is very often something that's already been through a filtering process and that they've chosen as the best example of their output and edited and reworked so culturally and experientially we can't help but have deeply unrealistic standards of what a first draft produced by a fallible human being ought to look like i mean i do <laughs> And and I ought to know better. I'm such a muppet. Like I I've I've done so many writing workshops with friends, and then I've taught them. I've been through four years at university at the Creative Writing Society for six hours a week during term time, and then I uh, you know and I've continued having writers around me. I've been in this system for so long, and. I did years of manuscript critiques where I read other people's unpublished novels and I saw again and again how bloody hard it is to write a good one and yet when I sat down to write my second novel I absolutely lambasted myself for not being able to get it right first time. I wouldn't let myself trust in the process. I couldn't accept that the journey takes time. It's rarely a straight line. and It doesn't always get you to where you wanted to go. But all that notwithstanding Reading with awareness and direction is going to light a fire under your novel. Uh, if you do it less as a leisure activity and more as shameless looting, you'll find there are loads of great moves you can just nick and transplant into your own book. And the shifting context just sort of transforms them. So even though you're trying your best to plagiarise, oops, you've accidentally done something brilliant and original. Anyway, it's like being such a crap forger that actually you're just producing original paintings, right? But but you need to assemble a reading list. Um just to just to if we can make this one concession to convention, it's this. A little random in your reading is a good thing, a smidge of happenstance that gives you room to stumble upon something wonderful, but it's also useful to have a focus. And also you want a balance between fiction, which really helps with style, and non-fiction, which is good for content. So, you know what we're going to do? The last four days have been lists and today is no exception. So, list time. What are the books that you've always meant to read but never got round to? What classics of the genre are you are writing in? Are you embarrassed to admit you've never actually read? Now, I realise, um, so far during this first week, I've been talking as if I assume you are definitely working on a project either a novel that you've started and then you have kind of faltered with and you want to get back into or you've got a plan for something you really want to write don't worry if you you're listening to this and you're having a go and you haven't got that definite thing yet but you must have some area that you're interested in working in right um some some field whether you're limiting yourself by genre whether you're a lit fic writer or an sf writer or a fantasy writer or a romance writer or um or all of those things because you don't have to limit yourself um you know who are the authors that you love and are there books of theirs that you haven't read yet are there any books that you can think of that sound very similar of the book you're writing right because um people say to me they were like it's so common i hear it all the time people go oh i don't want to read that i don't want to be influenced if something sounds a bit like theirs no 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 you have to you have to it's the law right this is the these are the rules um about uh reading books that sound like they might be similar to yours number 1 it'll probably be far more different from what you're writing than you feared and so reading it will be a relief and two if there are similarities you need to consider whether that's because you've both gone for obvious beats cliches I mean how can you make yours different and surprising if you find that they just happen to have written exactly the same thing you were that's because you've both gone for something obvious and your idea isn't original enough and it's not just oh damn it someone got there first it's like maybe their book isn't that good you know did you consider that so a language you to rise above what's come before also um list non-fiction books that you need to read or you probably won't it'll be harder to come up with specific titles for this but um areas of research that you need to find uh, books on like 18th century automata or needlepoint or how to fly an aeroplane or senegal or uh welsh history or whatever so I'm um, I'm going to give you 10 minutes as always. Um you may well have an informal list in your head already of books that you're planning to read. Um that's fine most of us do write it down. Get all these books down on paper um uh, because this is what you're going to be working through. This is the task ahead of you. Um I think it's important to get it down and actually it gives you a focus and it means you don't forget any and it helps it just helps save time and it gets them all out of your head um, and it's a good habit to get into um although for now forget about that otherwise writing everything down is going to feel like you're giving yourself jobs um you can fine tune this list later cross out titles whatever we're not worrying about quality you're not committing to this it's just a first draft of the list okay um if you don't know an author or you don't know the exact title uh just put your best approximation okay so are you ready so Fiction and non fiction that might be useful to you writing your novel. List it. Ready? Go. And that's it. Uh, you can store this list and keep adding to it as new titles suggest themselves. It's sort of a never-ending task, and hopefully one you'll come to find rewarding. You know, writing the honours, Um, the stack of non-fiction books I read through doing research, stands higher than me. And the fiction I read alongside them is probably as tall again. And a lot of the time, I'd read through an entire book and get out enough out of it for, like, one paragraph. Maybe even just one sentence in the final novel. But those bits were always really good there were some of my favorite bits because they came out of real knowledge and you only need a couple of them uh in a chapter or even in a whole book to make the story really pop even with all that research of course uh, most of what you write is still made up it is after all fiction so um well done you uh keep that list somewhere safe and i'll see you tomorrow